Welcome back, everybody. Yeah. To Chip and Eric, reading through the Bible. Last time, we debunked the rumor that we are the two witnesses. Yeah, yeah. we did. And Definitely that, not us. That's not us. Yeah. And today, we're going to read about the woman in the dragon. Also, yeah. not us. And the beast out of the sea. Yeah, still not us. Not us. No. The lamb, not us. Nope. <laughs> we're, we, you know, the 144,000, uh, that's okay. not us. Yeah. Well, we got Revelation 12 through 18 today. This that, is a long one. That is you us. usually say every chapter. Do you mind saying every chapter? You said oh, you 12, 13, yeah. 14, 15, 16, 17, and 18. That's right. Whoever made this Bible reading plan was like, oh boy, I thought it was a leap year. Yeah, towards the end. <laughs> and they had to jam it all in there. All right, we're going to go. Yep. This is going to be long. Mm-hmm. The woman and the dragon. Then I witnessed in heaven an event of great significance. I saw a woman clothed with the sun, with the moon beneath her feet, and a crown of 12 stars on her head. She was pregnant, and she cried out because of her labor pains and the agony of giving birth. Then I witnessed in heaven another significant event. I saw a large red dragon with seven heads and ten horns, with seven crowns on his heads. His tail swept away one-third of the stars in the sky, and he threw them to the earth. He stood in front of the woman as she was about to give birth, ready to devour her baby as soon as it was born. She gave birth to a son who was to rule all nations with an iron rod. And her child was snatched away from the dragon and was caught up to God and to his throne. And the woman fled into the wilderness where God had prepared a place to care for her for 1,260 days. Then there was a war in heaven. Michael and his angels fought against the dragon and his angels. And the dragon lost the battle, and he and his angels were forced out of heaven. This great dragon, the ancient serpent called the devil, or Satan, the one deceiving the whole world, was thrown down to the earth with all his angels. Then I heard a loud voice shouting across the heavens, It has come at last, salvation and power, and the kingdom of our God and the authority of his Christ. For the accuser of our brothers and sisters has been thrown down to the to earth, and the one who accuses them before our God day and night. They have defeated him by the blood of the Lamb and by their testimony, and they did not love their lives so much that they were afraid to die. Therefore, rejoice, O heavens, and you who live in the heavens rejoice. But terror will come on the earth and the sea, for the devil has come down to you in great anger, knowing that he has little time. When the dragon realized he had been thrown down to the earth, he pursued the woman who had given birth to the male child. She was given two wings like those of a great eagle, so she could fly to the place prepared for her in the wilderness. There she would be cared for and protected from the dragon for a time, times, and a half a time. Then the dragon tried to drown the woman with a flood of water that flowed from his mouth, but the earth helped her by opening its mouth and swallowing the river that gushed out of the mouth of the dragon. And the dragon was angry at the woman and declared war against the child- the rest of her children, all who keep God's commandments and maintain their testimony for Jesus. Then the dragon took his stand on the shore beside the sea. Revelation chapter 13, Then I saw the beast out of the sea. Then I saw a beast rising up out of the sea. It had seven heads and ten horns, with ten crowns on its horns. And written on each head were names of the blasphemed God. This beast looked like a leopard, but it had the feet of a bear and the mouth of a lion. And the dragon gave the beast his own power and throne and great authority. I saw that one of the heads of the beast seemed wounded beyond recovery, but the fatal wound was healed. The whole world marveled at this miracle and gave allegiance to the beast. They worshipped the dragon for giving the beast such power, and they also worshipped the beast. Who is as great as the beast, they exclaimed, who is able to fight against him? Then the beast was allowed to speak great blasphemies against God, and he was given authority to do whatever he wanted for 42 months. And he spoke terrible words of blasphemy against God, slandering his name and his dwelling, that is, those who dwell in heaven. And the beast was allowed to wage war against God's holy people and to conquer them. 
and he was given authority to rule over every tribe and people and language and nation. And all the people who belong to this world worship the beast. They are the ones whose names are not written in the book of life that belongs to the Lamb who was slaughtered before the world was made. Anyone with ears to hear should listen and understand. Anyone who is destined for prison will be taken to prison. Anyone destined to die by the sword will die by the sword. This means that God's holy people must endure persecution patiently and remain faithful. The beast out of the earth. Then I saw another beast come up out of the earth. He had two horns like those of a lamb, but he spoke with the voice of a dragon. He exercised all authority of the first beast, and he required all the earth and its people to worship the first beast, whose fatal wound had been healed. He did outstanding miracles, even making fire flash down from earth from the sky while everyone was watching. With all the miracles he was allowed to perform on behalf of the first beast, he deceived all the people who belonged to this world. He ordered the people to make a great statue of the first beast, who was fatally wounded and then came back to life. He was then permitted to give life to the statue so it could speak. Then the statue of the beast commanded that anyone refusing to worship it must die. He required everyone, small and great, rich and poor, free and slave, to be given a mark on their right hand, on the right hand or on the forehead. And no one could buy or sell anything without the mark, which was either the name of the beast or the number representing his name. Wisdom is needed here. Let the one with understanding solve the meaning of the number of the beast, for it is the number of a man. His number is 666. Revelation chapter 14, the lamb and the 144,000. Then I saw the Lamb standing on the mountain Zion, and with him were 144,000 who had his name and his father's name written on their foreheads. And I heard a sound from heaven like the roar of a mighty ocean waves or the rolling of loud thunder. It was like the sound of many harpists playing together. This great choir sang a wonderful new song in front of the throne of God and before the four living beings and the 24 elders. No one could learn this song except the 144,000 who had been redeemed from the earth. They have kept themselves as pure as virgins, following the Lamb wherever he goes. They have been purchased from among the people on the earth as a special offering to God and to the Lamb. They have told no lies. They are without blame. The three angels. And I saw another angel <coughs> flying through the sky, carrying the eternal good news to proclaim to the people who belong to this world, to every nation, tribe, language, and people. Fear God, he shouted. Give glory to him. For the time has come when he will sit as judge. Worship him who made the heavens, the earth, the sea, and all the springs of the water. Then another angel followed him through the sky, shouting, Babylon is fallen, that great city is fallen, because she made all the nations of the world drink the wine of her passionate immorality. Then a third angel followed them, shouting, Anyone who worships the beast in his statue or accepts his mark on the forehead or on the hand must drink the wine of God's anger. It has been poured full strength into God's cup of wrath, and they will be tormented with fire and burning sulfur in the presence of the holy angels and the Lamb. The smoke of their torment will rise forever and ever, and they will have no relief day or night. They have worshipped the beast in a statue and have accepted the mark of his name. This means that God's holy people must endure persecution patiently, obeying his commands and maintaining their faith in Jesus. And I heard a voice from heaven saying, Write this down, blessed are those who die in the Lord from now on. Yes, says the Spirit, they are blessed indeed, for they will rest from their hard work, for their good deeds follow them. The harvest of the earth. Then I saw a white cloud, and seated on the cloud was someone like the Son of Man. He had a gold crown on his head and a sharp sickle in his hand. Then another angel came from the temple and shouted to the one sitting on the cloud, Swing the sickle, for the time of the harvest has come. The crop of the earth is ripe. So the one sitting on the cloud swung his sickle over the earth, and the whole earth was harvested. After that, another angel came from the temple in heaven, and he also had a sharp sickle. Then another angel, who had power to destroy with fire, came from the altar. He shouted to the angel with the sharp sickle, Swing your sickle now to gather the clusters of grapes from the vines of the earth, for they are ripe for judgment. 
So the angel swung his sickle over the earth and loaded the grapes into the great winepress of God's wrath. The grapes were trampled in the winepress outside the city, and the blood flowed from the winepress in a stream about 180 miles long and as high as a horse's bridle. Revelation chapter 15, the song of Moses and of the Lamb. Then I saw in heaven another marvelous event of a great significance. Seven angels were holding the seven last plagues, which would bring God's wrath to completion. I saw before me what seemed to be a glass sea mixed with fire, and on it stood all the people who had been victorious over the beast and the statue, and the number representing his name. They were all holding harps that God had given them, and they were singing the song of Moses, the servant of God, and the song of the Lamb. Great and marvelous are your works, O Lord God, the Almighty. Just and true are your ways, O King of the nations. Who will not fear you, Lord, and glorify your name? For you alone are holy. All the nations will come and worship before you, for your righteous deeds have been revealed. The Seven Bowls of the Seven Plagues Then I looked and saw that the temple in heaven, God's tabernacle, was thrown wide open. The seven angels who were holding the seven plagues came out of the temple. They were clothed in spotless white linen with gold sashes across their chests. Then one of the four living beings handed each of the seven angels a gold bowl filled with the wrath of God, who lives forever and ever. The temple was filled with smoke from God's glory and power. No one could enter the temple until the seven angels had completed pouring out the seven plagues. Revelation chapter 16. Then I heard a mighty voice from the temple say to these seven angels, Go your ways and pour out on the earth the seven bowls containing God's wrath. So the first angel left the temple and poured out his bowl on the earth, and horrible, malignant sores broke out on everyone who had the mark of the beast and who worshipped his statue. The second angel poured out his bowl of the sea, and it became like the blood of a corpse, and everything in the sea died. Then the third angel poured out his bowl on the rivers and springs, and they became blood. And I heard the angel who had authority over all water saying, You are just, O Holy One, who is and who always was, because you have sent these judgments. Since they shed the blood of your holy people and your prophets, you have given them blood to drink. It is their just reward. And I heard a voice from the altar saying, Yes, O Lord God, the Almighty, your judgments are true and just. Then the fourth angel poured out his bowl on the sun, causing it to scorch everyone with its fire. Everyone was burned by this blast of heat, and they cursed the name of God who had control over all these plagues. They did not repent of their sins and turn to God and give him glory. Then the fifth angel poured out his bowl on the throne of the beast, and his kingdom was plunged into darkness. His subjects ground their teeth in anguish, and they cursed the God of heaven for the pains and sores. But they did not repent of their evil deeds and turn to God. Then the sixth angel poured out his bowl on the great Euphrates River, and it dried up so that the kings from the east could march their armies toward the west without hindrance. And I saw three evil spirits that looked like frogs leap from the mouths of the dragon, the beast, and the false prophet. They are demonic spirits who work miracles and go out to all the rulers of the world to gather them for battle against the Lord on that great judgment day of God, the Almighty." Look, I will come as unexpectedly as a thief. Blessed are all who are watching for me who keep their clothing ready so they will not have to walk around naked and ashamed. And the demonic spirits gathered all the rulers and their armies to place with the Hebrew name to the place with the Hebrew name Armageddon. The seventh angel poured out his bowl into the air and a mighty shout came from the throne in the temple saying, "It is finished." Then the thunder crashed and rolled and lightning flashed and a great earthquake struck. The worst since people were placed on the earth. The great city of Babylon split into three sections, and the cities of many nations fell in the heaps of rubble. So God remembered all the Babylon's sins, and he made her drink the cup that was filled with the wine of his fierce wrath. And every island disappeared, and all the mountains were leveled. There was a terrible hailstorm, and hailstones weighing so much as 75 pounds fell from the sky on the people below. They cursed God because of the terrible plagues of the hailstorm. Revelation chapter 17, The Great Prostitute 
One of the seven angels who had poured out the seven bowls came over and spoke to me. Come with me, he said, and I will show you the judgment that is going to come on the great prostitute who rules over many waters. The kings of the, of the world have committed adultery with her, and the people who belong to this world have, made, have been made drunk by the wine of her immorality. So the angel took me into the spirit in the wilderness. There I saw a woman sitting on a scarlet beast that had seven heads and ten horns, and blasphemies against God were written all over it. The woman who wore purple, scarlet clothing, and beautiful jewelry made of gold and precious gems and pearls. In her hand, she held a gold goblet full of obscenities and the impurities of her immorality. A mysterious name was written on her forehead, Babylon the Great, mother of all prostitutes and obscenities in the world. I could see that she was drunk, drunk with the blood of God's holy people who were witnesses for Jesus. I stared at her in complete amazement. Why are you so amazed? The angel asked. I'll, I will tell you the mystery of this woman and of the beast with seven heads and ten horns on which she sits. The beast you saw was once alive but now isn't. And yet he will soon come up out of the bottomless pit and go to eternal destruction. And the people who belong to this world, whose names were not written in the book of life before the world was made, will be amazed at the reappearance of the beast who had died. This calls for... A mind with understanding. The seven heads of the beast represent the seven hills where the woman rules. They also represent seven kings. Five kings have already fallen. The sixth now reigns, and the seventh is yet to come. But his reign will be brief. The scarlet beast was that was, but is no longer, is the eighth king. He is like the other seven, and he too is headed for destruction. The ten horns of the beast are ten kings who have not yet risen to power. They will be appointed to their kingdoms for one brief moment to reign with the beast. They will all agree to give him their power and authority. Together, they will go to war against the Lamb. But the Lamb will defeat them because he is Lord of all lords and King of all kings. And his called and chosen faithful ones will be with him. Angel said to me, the waters where the prostitute is ruling represent masses of people of every nation and language. The scarlet beast and his ten horns all hate the prostitute. They will strip her naked, eat her flesh, and burn her remains with fire. For God has put a plan into their minds, a plan that will carry out his purposes. They will agree to give their authority to the scarlet beast, and so the words of God will be fulfilled. And this woman you saw in your vision represents the great city that rules over the kings of the world. The Fall of Babylon, Revelation chapter 18. After all this, I saw another angel come down from heaven with great authority, and the earth grew bright with his, with his splendor. He gave a mighty shout. Babylon is fallen. That great city is fallen. She has become a home for demons. She is a hideout for every foul spirit, a hideout for every foul vulture, and every foul and dreadful animal. For all the nations have fallen because of the wine of her passionate immorality. The kings of the world have committed adultery with her. Because of her desires for extravagant luxury, the merchants of the world have grown rich. Then I heard another voice calling from heaven, Come away from her, my people. Do not take part in her sins, for you'll be punished with her. For her sins are pod as high as heaven, and God remembers her evil deeds. Do to her as she has done to others. Double her penalty for all her evil deeds. She brewed up a cup of terror for others, so brew twice as much for her. She glorified herself and lived in luxury, so match it now with torment and sorrow. She boasted in her heart, I am queen to my throne, I'm no helpless widow, and I have no reason to mourn. Therefore, these plagues will overtake her in a single day, death and mourning and famine. She will be completely consumed by fire, for the Lord God who judges her is mighty." And the kings of the world who committed adultery with her and enjoyed her great luxury will mourn for her as they see the smoke rising from her charred remains. They will stand at a distance, terrified by her great torment. They will cry out, How terrible, how terrible for you, O Babylon, you great city. In a single moment, God's judgment came on you. Then the merchants of the world will weep and mourn for her, for there is no one left to buy their goods. She brought great quantities of gold, silver, jewels, and pearls, fine linen, purple, silk, and scarlet cloth. 
things made of fragrant, fine wood, ivory goods, and objects made of expensive wood, and bronze, iron, and marble. She also bought cinnamon, spice, incense, myrrh, frankincense, wine, olive, oil, uh, fine flour, wheat, cattle, sheep, horses, wagons, and bodies. That is, human slaves. The fancy things you love so much are gone, they cry. All your luxuries and splendor are gone forever, never to be yours again. The merchants who became wealthy by selling her the things will stand at a distance, terrified by her great torment. They will weep and cry out, How terrible, how terrible for that great city. She was clothed in finest purple and scarlet linens, decked out with gold and precious stones and pearls. In a single moment, all the wealth of the city is gone. And all the captains of the merchant ships and their passengers and sailors and crews will stand at a distance. They will cry out as they watch the smoke ascend, and they will say, Where is there another city as great as this? And they will weep and throw dust on their heads to show their grief. And they will cry out, How terrible, how terrible for that great city. The ship owners became wealthy by transporting her great wealth on the seas. In a single moment, it is all gone. Rejoice over her fate, O heaven and people of God, and apostles and prophets, for at last God has judged her for your sakes. Then a mighty angel picked up a boulder the size of a huge millstone. He threw it into the ocean and shouted, Just like this, the great city Babylon will be thrown down with violence and will never be found again. The sound of harps, singers, flutes, and trumpets will never be heard in you again. No craftsmen and no trades will ever be found in you again. The sound of the mill will never be heard in you again. The light of the lamp will never shine in you again. The happy voices of brides and grooms will never be heard in you again. For your merchants were the greatest in the world, and you deceived the nations with your sorceries. In your streets flowed the blood of the prophets and of God's holy people, and the people of the world slaughtered and the people and the blood of the people slaughtered all over the world. Okay. Wow. Man. A lot of stuff going on there. Yeah. Yeah. Well that's our reading today. It is. It was a long reading, but it was it was long, but very... not the longest one we've done apparently. No. Okay. Pretty intense. So, mm-hmm. for the second to last time. Okay. So what and where's Jesus? So what and where's Jesus? Man. Um, it's kind of in a similar vein as the last so what. So we're in the, the great tribulation, and we're just seeing the outpouring of God's wrath just over and over again. Mm-hmm. You have the 144,000 coming in. That's, that's good. Um, trying to, to reach people, impact people. But those people who believe will be will suffer, you know, and and be martyred, um, just because of God's, you know, tribulation. The people go crazy. Evil people become more evil. Yeah. And you know, we think we live in an evil world now, and we do. Everything is just amplified um, in the tribulation, and you really see evil for what it is. And you know, I I kept thinking as we're reading through this, you know. Um, because of sin, we deserve God's wrath, mm-hmm. God's judgment and punishment. And that's really what's going on here now between God and evil during the, the, the last time, the tribulation before. He comes again, the second coming. Um, and so, like, as believers, like, we're supposed to, supposed to experience this, but because of God's love, he sent Jesus so that we don't have to experience the wrath of God. We can be saved from it. And, uh, and so, um, just very grateful, grateful for that, thankful for that. And just how, you know, unchecked evil is evil will be checked at the end, but it's just crazy. And it's over and over. And we're seeing glimpses of that now. It's only going to get worse in the tribulation Mm -hmm. and God just can't put up with it. He just can't, and he won't. 
And uh, in those, and it's sad because we read through, I forget where, because we read so many chapters, those whose names are not written in the mm-hmm. book of life, right. you know, they're damned for hell, um, the lake of fire for all of eternity. And that, that breaks my heart. Yeah. Um, I'm grateful that I'm not in that, that my name is written mm-hmm. in his book. Um, but it's very sobering to think that there's many who are not. Mm-hmm. It could be people I live next to, Hopefully not people I work with. <laughs> yeah, but I'm some of you, not. some of you, you know, can experience that maybe. But it's just it, it's just a sobering reading. Yeah, you know, I'm grateful that I'm not a part of that, going to be a part of it. But it's just sobering. Yeah, you know, and God, you know, he, he, it's true. He can't stand sin, and His wrath will come against it. And we're seeing that's going to happen. A picture of that here. So, I guess be thankful for what you have and. And allow this to sober you up to, to people you can reach and have an impact uh, that they would hopefully believe and be saved. Yeah, so, absolutely. Yeah. And, you know, we're called to be, be ready, be ready for this, you know. And I think that that's the where's Jesus today is, you know, he's, he's there. He says, look, I will come as unexpectedly as a thief. Blessed are all who are watching for me who keep their clothing ready so they'll not have to walk around naked and ashamed. Well, it's not. He's not speaking of literal clothing, but he's speaking of, like, otherwise, like, we would never shower, right? Like, if we're living in anticipation and we don't want to be naked. Mm-hmm. But the the reality is that, you know, what Chip just said about how sobering it is that there are people who are destined for hell. The reality is that we have a mission, a God-given mission, and um, if we really live in anticipation, if we really live in anticipation of Christ's return, then we our hearts will break for those people that we know that are not written in the book of life and our hearts will break in such a way that we'll be compelled to do something about it and we won't be complacent and we won't be um, unfaithful but instead we'll be diligent and uh, and ready we'll be ready with our lifestyle we'll be ready Um, a lifestyle not just of abstaining from sin but of embracing uh, the gospel and what that means to the people around us. So mm-hmm. that's where's Jesus today. He's coming as unexpectedly as a thief. Yeah. You know, thieves, thieves don't broadcast their arrival. Hello, yeah. I'm robbing your house now, you know, that's yeah. not how it happens. Yeah. So, okay. There you go, guys. Well, Hey, one more day left, Eric. And I know we would have completed and we'll see you all at the party tonight. Yeah. Can't to we... read that last Can't day. Wait to see you all there. Yeah. yeah. To read that last day. Yeah. We're going to read it. It's going to be amazing. Alive with you there. Trivia, food. Wow. Graduation. Wow. Fun. Man. Yeah. I think I heard something about lasagna at one point. Really? That's, I, mean, oh. you, I mean, you said it, but yeah. <laughs> I said I it. I did hear it. I didn't know it was going to be there. Well, I doubt it's going to be there. No, but I did hear you say it, so now okay. I expect it to be there. Wow, okay. And you know what? Honestly, yeah. uh, I think we could come up with probably one more thing for Allison to try to scramble and get done tonight. Good. Just hopefully uh, it's not eggs. What do you think it's like be? eggs? Fresh, Good. fresh popped popcorn. Freshly popped popcorn? Wouldn't that be nice? That would be. I so love Allison, that's a new expectation that we're freshly popped popcorn. Yeah. Wow. It's gonna be amazing. That's a, that is quite amazing. frankly. I can't it's wait. gonna be amazing. I'm just tasting it now. Yeah. All right. Okay, we gotta go. See you tonight. You gotta go. Yeah, definitely. You gotta yeah. go get ready. Yeah. Go See shower, you. but See shower you. quick. Yeah, please. All right, see you later. Bye.